Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of your favorite podcast and your favorite host. You already know who it is. It's your girl, Taylor. And over on the other mic, you have got me, aka yes. Lex. Yes, ma'am. And we back and we better, y'all. We missed y'all. We sure did. We took a week off. Mm-hmm. Um, we give you guys. It. Give, give y'all some time to, you know, listen. The other episode dropped on a holiday weekend mm-hmm. and everybody was out doing shit. So I just feel like they didn't have enough time to listen on their commute. It wasn't a full work week. So I'm glad y'all caught up with the last episode. Mm-hmm. And um, episode 62nd. 60 second. 60 second 60 is it which one 60 second i'm i should have said 62 instead of 60 second oh i'm like you that's the right word but yeah you didn't use it in the wrong context it's okay so episode 62 <laughs> um you know we sober and shit yeah we sober for today y'all i need to be sober bitch i am exhausted are you my eyes like i probably look high and i'm oh, you've probably been grinding in, lately. but i am so tired Lex. you've been grinding lately i yeah y'all i have had no hours of sleep i probably had like seven hours of sleep all together since thursday mm. so i'm very exhausted plus trying to do other shit like life hang out with y'all hoes yeah <laughs> i'm like i'm so tired we we, we have something <laughs> fun going on tomorrow yeah we do and we mean, can we, talk about we it we can talk about it because she's definitely not gonna hear this for one and it's gonna be after it's happened yeah a staple member of our group is yes, turning 30 yes and we're planning a surprise party guys <laughs> and it's even more fun because we looped in her man mm-hmm. and she thinks that he he made reservations for them and she's been bragging about it and her close friends like, bragging my man my man my man he made reservations man she about to get so dolled up Ooh. and when she walks in she gonna see us i feel like it's gonna be kind of bittersweet though because right. i feel like of course she gonna be happy to see her bitches but like can you really imagine if you really thought your nigga was going above and beyond planning a surprise a party for you like a Y'all's dinner about to have like a really romantic night yeah like <laughs> but, i'm like but they're going to florida the next that's true the that's fall. why i'm like okay she can It'll deal with okay. it yeah. yeah so that's gonna be fun i'm excited for her i'm so excited yeah um what have i been up to my yeah, period started to. today somebody some crap I'm, I'm not can we talk about this on the show no i feel like it's too personal talk about what something about my period but i don't oh. i'm gonna talk about it off camera we don't have to talk about it now oh, okay but yeah mine i know is what it too. is now yeah i know what it is yeah now. <laughs> okay um what else i've been up to okay so I don't know if something is in retrograde. Something has to be in retrograde. Mm-hmm. So many people from my past hit me up last week. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of people. I think you was telling me about this. Yeah. So, like, just, I don't know. So, maybe maybe two of those people were welcome, you know. <laughs> two out of what? Uh, five. Like six. Okay. Five or six, yeah. yeah. So, two of them were welcome. Um, so, I ended up unblocking Comedy Bay. And we went to go see Insidious at the drive-in. We didn't do nothing, y'all. We Not just, y'all old school. Y'all old time, you know. Girl, we didn't do things. nothing. He didn't try me. I mean, of course, he tried me. But I was like, no. But he didn't press it or nothing. So, we was just smoking and drinking. And, you know, I get lit like who we don't used press. to. 
girl and i mentioned that last time but he was like that's because i thought she was coming home with me after and sure enough <laughs> sure enough when we was finna, finna go he's like so you coming back to my place i was like no he's like why wouldn't you come back to my place i brought a bag and everything but i just didn't oh, feel yeah. like it i wanted to sleep in my bed he was like damn okay so then i ended up seeing him like two nights later and mm-hmm. i just came over and we cuddled we watched another <sighs> damn i know we watched we watched a scary movie and we did end up fucking that night other than that oh girl i'm stressed i have Why are you stressed? it's so much stuff that's coming up that i need to pay for oh. just like fun stuff <laughs> Yeah, and I'm like, I'm going on this cruise. That money is due by September. Oh, my... Aren't you going with Vic? Mm-hmm. Well, oh, okay. it's my family, but oh, she's coming yes. with us. Okay. Um, <clears throat> you know, uh, my birthday's next month. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I just paid for Wicked tickets. I'm going mm-hmm. to y'all. I'm going to see Wicked on Thursday. It's my first ever Broadway show. Mm-hmm. I can't believe I waited till I was about to be thirty to see my first Broadway yeah, show. Yeah, that's crazy. But you know what it is? I was so into theater in high school, and then when I became an adult, I just started getting more into like debauchery. <laughs> so like drinking, smoking. <laughs> you can do both, right? And now that I'm older, I'm like, why don't I tap into? I'm, yeah, I'm an adult. I can do whatever I want. Exactly. So maybe go tap into those other things that you used to like and experience it as an adult. Yes. It doesn't matter if it doesn't seem cool. Like what yes. the fuck? The fuck? So I'm I'm really looking forward to that. Um, speaking of looking forward to, mm-hmm. instead of an intuition, I just wanted to check in with you. You got anything that you're looking forward to the next year, the coming future? What am I looking forward to? Any trips? Oh, yeah. I'm looking forward to my Africa trip in December. Oh. Yeah, I'm excited for that. That's like how many days? I don't know how many. How many days will I be there? Yeah. Oh, two weeks. Two. From, Damn, that's a Yeah, game. I think from the... I don't remember the exact dates, but yeah, two weeks. That's dope. I've never had a two-week vacation. I would Me love neither. a two-week vacation. I'm like, what? <laughs> Me neither. Anytime I go places, I usually, for the most part, feel like, damn, I wish I had another day. Oh, see, I do do that, though. What? I always take off a day after I come no, back No, I know. I'm trip. saying another day there to explore oh, yeah, wherever yeah. I'm at. Like, mm-hmm. to, you know, I, I do always want a day to rest, but I'm like, I always be like, damn, I wish I could I wish stay I had some. more days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. What about you? The Wicked Show. Mm-hmm. I'm also looking forward to that cruise. Um, yeah, and any future trips. Uh, I'm I'm thinking about going back to Colorado next year. Oh yeah, with Vic. Yeah, I think that would be dope. So just you know, I like looking forward to stuff because sometimes I just start feeling so blah, mm-hmm. and I'd be like, I need something I need a to vacation, look forward yeah, to. So for sure, I need a reset. Yeah, so that's cool. Okay, oh, looking forward to turning thirty. Oh yeah, you the baby. Yeah, you're literally the baby of the brunch. I guess I'm the last one. Yeah, literally. <laughs> so looking forward to that. <clears throat> okay, well we got some things to look forward to, some exciting things. So ready to get into these topics? I sure am. Alrighty. So for the first topic, mm-hmm. I don't know what made me think of this, but maybe I was listening to something. Maybe I was just reading the latest celebrity gossip. <laughs> you know what it is. And we'll probably get into that later. I think it might have been the Kiki Palmer situation. Mm. But because, you know, the woman was the breadwinner in that situation. 
if one parent makes way more money, mm-hmm. but they have the child the majority of the time, do you think that the less successful parent should still have to pay child support, even though they're the part-time parent? Not really. Not as far as child support, only because I think child support is basically because of like your financial situation. Like you can't afford it. So if you have somebody that's literally over like, what is it? Has a lot of money. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think, I think you're needing child support for the help financially. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like you're asking for child support because you can't financially take care of these things. I feel like a lot of people who are well off or able to financially take care of their child, they're not asking for child support. I feel like those asking for child support is because they financially can't do it. Women who can, or not women, but people, a parent who can financially take care of their child, they're asking like, can you come take your son to practice? Mm -hmm. Can you help your son with homework? Can you like do other things for your son? I don't, I don't, I'm not asking for your money. Like I can financially take care of my child. So no, I don't think they should be asking for child support if they're like financially well off. Um, I can see both sides, but to argue the other side, I think I would say, you know, just because I'm doing so great, I don't think that absolves you from financial responsibility of our kid. Like, let's say we met when we were both on the same level. Like, Mm -hmm. let's say we met. I got pregnant when I was like 22, Mm -hmm. not doing the greatest. And then something happened over the next five or six years to where I seriously increased my money flow and it's like does that mean that you just get a break you know just because but I could see where it might be petty to still Mm -hmm. expect stuff and also you know I also think that's one of those things where gender plays a role Mm -hmm. I think that if it's a woman who's the breadwinner and she has the child full majority of the time i think that people or maybe i'll speak for myself Mm -hmm. i think that the dad should still you know pay child support like let's say like queen nyjah and chris sales they both started off you know Mm -hmm. humble beginnings now queen is doing great does that mean that chris sales shouldn't have to pay child support i don't know now, if it's the other way around and it's a man that's the breadwinner mm-hmm. and he gets this regular woman pregnant, mm-hmm. but he keeps the kid most of the time, I think that most people or myself, I would probably be like, that's petty. Like, yeah. So I don't know. I think, um, <laughs> unfortunately, if I if I have to be real, mm-hmm. I think the gender matters because I think like the financial part still ties in so much with like manly behavior taking mm-hmm. care of your responsibilities as a man you should provide and you know but that's probably toxic on my behalf yeah i feel like child support it's not to be petty but our child support is literally because the other parent needs help financially you know if you think about it like well sometimes i think it's to set it's also a boundary mm-hmm. like maybe you're dealing with a guy who's emotional and when y'all are doing great he's cool with providing and mm-hmm. then when he gets pissed off at you or something like let's let's say you wear something to a concert and now he's pissed off because you're mm-hmm. a mom what if he decides you know fuck it i don't want to pay for anything with this kid plus you got it and, and it's like and so that's different you don't want to pay for anything you know mm-hmm. what i mean now yes or maybe just that month but what if they're like so inconsistent it's just like you know what i'm just gonna put you on child support and now you, we have a consistent schedule of what you need i feel to like i feel like yeah if it has to like if y'all can't get along i feel mm-hmm. like that's different like okay. i'm saying like healthy situations like mm-hmm. if you are well off financially and the other partner or the other parent like 
really ain't got it like that. I think I just and you don't have to take him to child support, but he's doing everything he needs to do when the child is with him. You Ooh. know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's different if the child is with the other parent and he's still asking like, or well, the child is with me since you got it so much. Can you give him money when he with me? That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, because you're still a parent. Right. So I feel like if the parent, if the child is with the other parent and when he's with that other parent, as long as the other parent can take care of his kid when he's with him or him or her, I don't, I don't think it's fair to be asking him for more money. He taking care of his kid when a kid with him, you know, like you can afford. And this is like, if you're rich, rich, I'm not saying you making like, if you making 20,000 more dollars than the other person, I can see you taking them, putting them on child support. Mm -hmm. That's not a big difference, you know? But like, if you a millionaire and the other parent is like barely making six figures, that's yeah. Come on. This is your child's parent. Like, at this point, you kind of, like, playing your kid, too. Because, you know, you know, like, why are you doing that? So, yeah, I don't think that's right. Okay. Y'all, y'all let us know. I'll, I'll try to remember to do a poll on the yeah. story. <clears throat> okay. Next topic. I wish I had the interview, but I'm pretty sure everybody, well, not even the interview, the tweet, but I'm pretty sure everybody's already seen it. So, of course, Kiki Palmer's child's father came out with, a, was it a tweet? Mm -hmm. Okay, a tweet basically like commenting on what she was wearing to the Usher concert. Mm -hmm. And he didn't really ever say anything about the interaction interaction between. No, he said he said something like cheeks out dot 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 you're a mom okay so it was never about the interaction but he mentioned her ass being out okay but he did mention what she had on so there was a conversation among that um of course on social media but i don't really want to talk about that in specific i kind of want to get into like our like if we were kind of in this situation okay so i feel like in actuality, what Kiki had on, I don't see nothing wrong with it. I mean, this is just me personally, mm-hmm. but I agree. I do think in certain situations, there are times where you should dress appropriately, you know, and like, say, for example, she was wearing this to like, or one of us was wearing that to like a wedding. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like say you bought you and your partner, y'all got invited to a wedding, y'all about to go out to a wedding and you know, you decided to wear this or like one of your homegirls decided to wear this. Do you think that it's appropriate for your man to approach you about what you got on? You're saying if it's an inappropriate setting? Yeah, like if it's an inappropriate setting. Definitely. I think he should definitely give his input, Mm -hmm. Um, especially if it's his people. Yeah. Like it would be different. Like, even let's take the wedding part out of it. Maybe he's going to a family, you're going to a family function. And even if it's a cookout and let's say, mm-hmm. you know, you, you, you're thick in mm-hmm. all the right places. So normally what you wear cool is somewhere we're in Atlanta, but at this barbecue or his uncles mm-hmm. and his, you know, childhood friends are there. He wants you to be a little more conservative in situations like that. I could see their opinion having some weight mm-hmm. or like um or even back to the wedding guests in that situation <clears throat> as well because um obviously wrong place wrong time and also in this in the situation where i named you're there to support them mm-hmm. you know so it's like it's cool to lean towards you know what they think is appropriate in those cases mm-hmm. yeah no i fully agree i think because if your man don't do it then why he there for like i feel like he should be you should be able to trust him with like a decision, you know? Mm-hmm. So like if he's coming, 
how you say it is everything. Like I was about to say, me and you have had this conversation, yeah. and I know you don't like niggas telling mm-hmm. you what not to wear. Not at all. But you're saying you got some sense in certain yeah, situations. Yeah, and I feel like I'm the like. I feel like I would never have that conversation with a nigga because, like, I know I feel like I know it's appropriate. You know, mm-hmm. like I feel like I've never been in a situation where I felt like, oh my, like Jesus Christ, like I would never do that. I feel like yeah. I know what to wear in appropriate situations. But if I ever was in a in a like situation where maybe my ass cheek was out a little too much or like I might have been showing too much goodies, I would kind of want my nigga to be like, "Babe, like you look good, like you look real good," but like. You know, like, I want you to feel comfortable, and maybe I don't think you're going to feel comfortable wearing that to this event. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's definitely how you say it. But then I think that it it can <clears throat> be a slippery slope. Mm-hmm. You know, like, let's say it's the club. Mm-hmm. And like you said, you have the wherewithal to know what is too much. Yeah. But... We don't see bitches wear some skimpy stuff to the club now. Mm-hmm. And if there was ever a place to wear it, it's so at there. the club. It's at the setting. Yeah. So let's say you one of them bitches mm-hmm. and you got a nigga and you know, he just like, fuck, like that's too much. Like, what, what are we like, babe? That's too much. Is that a situation where it's like, you really can't tell me what to wear. I'm grown. This is my body. Like, I feel like that's why you got to date people to know. Like, if y'all was really, if you was dating this girl and you took her out somewhere, you would have known by like date 10 that mm-hmm. she was this type of chick. Mm-hmm. You know, like, that's why you got to get to know somebody before you like really get into a, a relationship with them. And I feel like a lot of niggas date women like that and they get into a relationship and it's like, oh, hold on. Like, you with me now. You got to change. And it's like, well, you met her when she was like that. So no, dead ass. I uh a situation in one of my relationships. Like, mm-hmm. first off, my ex has always known I'm very um I like sex. Promiscuous. You know, yeah. and I like like uh like freaky type of things. Mm-hmm. Girl, I said I was thinking about getting my nipples pierced one time. And he had an issue with it. He was like, No, like I don't want you to. And my dumbass at the time, I'm in a serious relationship. I'm mm-hmm. like, Okay. okay. Like I've, I've, I pled my case, but in the end, I was like, Whatever. But he's like, You know, girls who be getting their nipples pierced, they only do that for attention. All of a sudden, you ain't going to never want to wear a bra and you just want people to see that you got your nipples pierced, blah, 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 all this stuff. And it's just kind of like, At what point is. Are they like crossing a line mm-hmm. and telling you what to do with your body and how to present yourself? Mm-hmm. You know, like, I don't know. I, some guys might have thought that that was valid, but I think that that is like, I'm like, that's crazy. And I feel like if you feel that way, that's cool because everybody has their opinion. So that's mm-hmm. okay for you to feel like that. But date somebody who also shares that value and opinion with you because I don't think it's okay for you to think you can change somebody. Like, I mean, I don't think it's anything wrong with getting your nipples pierced. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I would want somebody who I want somebody who will want me to want to be myself. Yeah. Like, I don't want somebody who would want to change me, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no. And so, I mean, we, we missed a lot last week because a lot mm-hmm. of stuff happened around relationships and insecurities and mm-hmm. all these boundaries. So there was also the Jonah Hill situation. Mm-hmm. And basically his ex-girlfriend leaked some text about him. And um, actually, let me go to them. <laughs> so basically Jonah Hill's ex-girlfriend, Sarah Brady, she's um, a young, she's, she's a surfer chick and she models, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what she was doing when she met him. 
So she basically drops these screenshots of Jonah and they're pretty incriminating. So he said, plain and simple, if you need surfing with men, surfing with men, boundaryless, inappropriate friendships with men to model, to post pictures of yourself, yourself in a bathing suit, sexual pictures or friendships with women who basically he says he doesn't approve of. I am not the right partner for you. And if these things bring you to a place of happiness, I support it and there will be no hard feelings. These are my boundaries for a romantic partnership. Um, another tweet that she dropped, well, another um, text message that she dropped was, this is another message from him. I respect your love of surfing, but I respect myself as well. And your love of surfing and being in those situations and lack of awareness are not mutually exclusive. This isn't me. I have my own issues that I own. If you want marriage and family, you can't use the 25 card. Step up and cut the shit. These people don't get your time or kindness at the sacrifice of mind. And she put by these people, he means any friend or mind that he didn't personally approve of. <laughs> so that dropped not long after the whole Kiki's baby daddy situation. Mm -hmm. And a lot of men were defending him in that mm -hmm. situation as well. And I feel like it goes back to what you just said. Um, she was surfing and modeling mm -hmm. and she had plenty of bathing suit pictures up on her page and she had all these friends and he didn't have an issue with it until they got deeper in the relationship mm -hmm. and now he's trying to change her mm -hmm. do you think he was valid at all in those messages um i think you can yeah you he's valid because that's how he feels that's his opinion like i said that's what he stands on clearly that's his what he wants out of a person but i think it's weird when you feel like you can change somebody like if this is who she was before you met her what why in your right mind do you feel like since now that she's in a relationship she's gonna change who she is this is literally who she is and you know the word um a lot of people were calling him manipulative and mm -hmm. the men were like no that's just boundaries and i think that the thing is people start going to therapy and, and they and they hear all this therapy speak and everybody's talking about mental health boundaries um all of this stuff mm -hmm. and i think that people start using it wrong and boundaries are what i've learned is boundaries are for yourself mm -hmm. they're not to dictate what other people do mm -hmm. and that's something that i would do in my relationships like i don't want you liking these girls pictures that's my bound like you know stuff like that and it's like no, your boundary is for you. So the thing that I feel like he should have done is when he saw that she was like that, mm -hmm. he should have removed himself from the situation. And it gets manipulative because he knew she was doing that. I feel like he waited until her connection to him was strong and there was this emotional like tie to him. Mm -hmm. And he leveraged that to try to get her to stop it. Like now, if you want to stay with me, you should have told her one month in. You don't tell her that, you know, six, seven months in when you know she's crazy about you. Mm -hmm. And to me, that gets... Um, it's definitely narcissistic. It, yeah, and it gets manipulative mm -hmm. and he's using words. Everybody's like, that's boundaries. And I'm like, y'all, that's, that's what I used to say about my ex when he started going to therapy. I was like, <laughs> he just learned how to lie better. 
he learns how to manipulate me better by using these words. And it's Mm -hmm. like, no, your boundaries aren't so you can dictate what people do to you. Because on his end, he's not respecting his boundaries. If you know you can't do this, why are you giving her an ultimatum? Mm -hmm. You know this is who she is. I need to let my... If anything, he should have been having a breakup text with her. Mm -hmm. Not giving her, this is your your last chance to change everything about yourself or I'm gone. Yeah. That's not boundaries to me. I I thought it was very manipulative. Mm -hmm. But I mean, honestly... We, I, I mean, I know I've done it before. Like, thought I can get into a relationship and be like, oh, like, I know once we get in a relationship, he gonna change, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, it's it happens. Like, I can see where he coming from. I feel like we have, we're so hold on our values, but it's like, okay, this person clearly should like me this much that I'm telling you what I like and what I don't like, so I need you to basically, like, act accordingly. Mm-hmm. And it's like you can't really get mad at the other person. Like, that's just, like I said, that's just who she is. So it's very manipulative, but I mean, I feel like we all do it. I was about to say, it can be both those things. <laughs> yeah. It's relatable, but it's also like, even when I look back, I, mm-hmm. th- I think I've been manipulative with guys. <laughs> like, yeah. like women do it all the time. They think they know how a guy is. He's flirty, mm-hmm. all this stuff, but they're like, no, once he likes me more, he'll want to change. Like once mm-hmm. we get more serious, he'll want to change. And instead of leaving, we just be like, well, I'm going to go if, And, you know, hopefully they go. Mm -hmm. And I I felt like a lot of people also kept saying, like, it's not manipulative. If she doesn't want to do it, she can leave. And I don't think that that doesn't mean it's a manipulation. Anything, we can, we don't have to do anything technically. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that people don't still manipulate other people. Like, I can manipulate a guy into a relationship. Technically, he didn't have to get into the relationship. It don't mean I wasn't being manipulative. So, Mm -hmm. I, I, yeah, that was a lot for me. So, that kind of goes into my topic um, I wanted to talk about having standards versus just being strict with dating. Okay. So I've got some screenshots and okay. So in this text thread, mm-hmm. um, the first guy goes, I'll be on my way in a few. And she goes, okay, let me know when you need my address. The guy goes, oh, uh, I had no idea I was supposed to pick you up. To be honest. She goes, are you joking? He said, no, what's your address, dot, 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 or not? And she said, that's okay. Enjoy your buddy's birthday weekend. And then he said, not me with a whole car packed for a picnic, but all right. <laughs> and then she tweeted, like, he he must think uh, he must think I'm one of those easy bits, something like that. Mm-hmm. And then people basically were on two different sides of, like, bitch, you're doing the most. It wasn't that deep. But somebody, some people felt like, I mean, I get it. Why the fuck would he not come pick her up? So what, what's your opinion? Was, was she just being strict or is that like a regular standard? I feel like she's being strict. I feel like strict, not even a word. Because you could be strict but still be like, I feel you, sis. You know, a little strict, but I feel you. But bitch, first date. Was this the first date? First date. It's giving me you don't have no standards. You let anybody pull up at your house? That's crazy. Oh. That's crazy. Yeah. Like, why are you letting this man pull up the first date? Yeah. Like, sis, that's wild. And he probably didn't automatically assume he was picking you up because a lot of women, if he's been dating, a lot of women don't want you to pick them up from their house mm-hmm. on the first date. So he probably trying to make you feel comfortable. Like, let me meet you there. So, because mm-hmm. what if it don't work? You want him to know where you live? Every exactly. nigga know where you live? That's what I'm saying. So <laughs> it will be a whole different conversation if it was like the third date. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, okay, y'all done had some type of gain of rapport. There is some type of like establishment, establishment going on here. So it's like, Y'all know each other. You can, you're, I guess you're comfortable by now to let him know where you live. 
first date sis mm-hmm. that's that's wild so that's i just i'm like that's not even strict that's some dumbass type shit okay like it's giving she young yeah ain't no way you 30 it's giving she be on social media and she feel like he's a man she supposed entitled. to do this mm-hmm. he's supposed to do this she entitled prince charming yep girl oh god you how you feel um similar Okay. Um, but I think that I have a, I, I think I have a similar standard to that, but mm-hmm. I think it's more, so let me say my little standard. Cause this was another, I don't have the screenshot, but this was another conversation that comes up on the timeline often. You know, when a guy makes plans with you, let's say, I mean, Hey, it could be first, let's say second date just to switch things up a little bit. It's a second date. A guy makes plans with you and he's like, you know what? Um, let's meet up Thursday, um, seven 30. Let's go to dinner. Mm-hmm. Thursday rolls around. And you don't hear from him all day. Mm-hmm. He doesn't hit you up. Are you still going to show up at 730 at the place? Or would you expect him to hit you? Me personally, if you don't hit me up that morning, and my head is canceled. Mm-hmm. And some people think that that's crazy because, bitch, y'all agreed. So obviously, you know, he going to show up at the place at 730. But that's a standard of mine. But some people think that's really strict. What do you think? Um, So you don't have to hit me up that morning because I'm not a punctual on-time person. So I'm okay with, like, letting I'm, – I'm a more so, like, letting the day go by type of thing. Like, you know, we talked about it. Okay, cool. I got to hear from you that day. Like, mm-hmm. I need to hear from you, like – say we made plans at 7. I need to hear from you at least by 4. Okay. I'm okay with, like, 4 or 5. Like, that's you come from – like, I don't – you don't have to hit me up. That's, like – I feel like if we have dinner, we're going to dinner tomorrow. Like, we're, I'm not about to follow up with y'all. Like, hey, guys, we're still on for dinner, but we are going to follow up. Like, all right, like I'm getting dressed or somebody going to call somebody to follow up and make sure we still headed out or something like that. I think I really appreciate like, a, hey, can't wait to see you later. Like, I really like that in the morning or even the night before. Like, I'm looking forward to tomorrow or we still on for tomorrow. And then I'm like, yeah. But mm. I I think personally, I would have to hear from you from at least noon. Because when I tell mm. you, you know, I am a very punctual person. Mm-hmm. If anything, I'd like to be early because I get very, very anxious. Mm-hmm. So when I tell you, I start, and you, and you can attest to this, I start getting ready very early in the day. Mm-hmm. You know, I might start getting ready at noon. That means at noon, I've started straightening my way, hair or something like done my edges and then once i get that done i'll sit and chill for a while mm-hmm. and then i'm like okay let me get up and put some clear gel on my brows prime wash my face prime my face mm-hmm. and then i'll sit down and chill a little bit before it's time for me to put my you know like yeah and i don't like to start getting ready if i don't have that confirmation now some people say vicky had she went against me on this Mm -hmm. she was like i think that that's so childish because she said i get wanting that like that's good but she said she thinks it's childish if you want to cancel things because why didn't you just pick up the phone and text him and say are we still on and that's honestly that's what i was thinking too like if you if you on press or like a by the punctual type of person then follow up with them just so that you know to start getting dressed at this time you know like that's yeah. what i'm like bro people be having shit going on like especially when you at work like you really became especially just the third date you gotta be realistic like you can't expect a lot from a person if this is y'all what second third date like mm-hmm. he you already gonna see him later you know what i mean like you know how niggas are so it's just like realistic i'm not expecting you to hit me up that morning saying hey such and such and such about the date but i do need to hear from you a couple hours before just to confirm before i drive all the way over there and if you haven't hit me up by this time then i might follow up to be like hey we are we 
what's going on because also i don't want you to drive there and then you hit me up like hey what's up mm-hmm. well we did confirm tonight but now i look crazy and he like well well bitch we talked about it being tonight and i don't show up because i didn't hit him up you know mm-hmm. so it's like i feel like that's like where communication is like okay well bitch if you feel a type of way then hit him up and make sure he gonna be there too you know so is it giving standards or it's giving strict it's giving standards i feel like no oh, you mean for you yeah it's giving strict bitch. it's giving strict, <laughs> it's giving strict. Yes. So, feel, so, you, so I'm like, I don't agree <laughs> with the other one that she said, but I have my own like yeah. that are strict. Okay, I got one more. Let's see if it's given standards or strict. So this one says, "Hey, this is Vance." The other person says, "Hi," and he goes, "Hope you have a good day. I'm excited for tomorrow. I can pick you up, but if you're not comfortable with that, we could just meet there. IDKY, but I'm feeling like getting some ice cream in this hot weather." And so she goes. Sorry if this may come off as rude, but I don't do ice cream dates. I'm a 26-year-old woman, and a date like that seems like the absolute bare minimum for me. Meeting up would be a waste of both of our time since we probably don't have the same vibe. Best wishes. I can't believe y'all bitches about to have me agreeing with a nigga. Is it giving standards or is it giving straight? It's giving... Who y'all bitches think y'all are? Like... (laughs) I feel like social media has really... Because, bitch, imagine if this shit was 20 years ago and a nigga actually on an ice cream date. Bitch, you about to be jumping up and down. That's so sweet. Exactly. That's, so That's why I'm like... Uh, I, like, what? I feel like social media has really, like, dumb bitches down when it comes to, like, a relationship. Yeah. Like, I feel like we have firsthand... We can see firsthand on what these, like, millionaires are doing mm-hmm. and going on millionaire dates. And we're expecting these I'm not even gonna say average man but like let's just be realistic people you see every day mm. that's not a millionaire you expect where are you expecting him to take you on, over, like on a trip the first date yeah it brought up the whole pre-date conversation what? thing again you know people are <laughs> like I don't like pre-dates like some guys purposely want to go get coffee instead of but like I told me personally I've always said like I don't I don't like going straight to sit down and eat dinner with someone. I kind of like to feel them out. So I think an ice cream date would have been perfect for mm-hmm. me. Like and then it's, it it really only has to be if we wanted to 45 minutes long if that. Yeah. And if we like each other, let's go to another place. Exactly. If if we're unsure, not even if we don't like each other, but if we're unsure, we can end it right there and be like, "You know what? I had a good time." Um Maybe we'll try this again. Mm-hmm. And either y'all try it again or you can be like, okay, I'm never doing that again. But at least you didn't just sit there for two hours having to wait for a waiter to bring you some mm-hmm. shit. And like, how do you really like him like that? He gonna, he gonna expect something because he spent all this money. Yep. Like, ice cream day. I've been on an ice cream day. It, was, so it wasn't the first date, but yeah. I have been on an ice cream date. And it's very intimate. You can have a real conversation. You can figure out if you really like into this person. Y'all can really talk. I just feel like the standards, man, I ain't gonna lie. I feel so sorry for these niggas sometimes. Like, I know we be going through it, but I do be feeling bad for these niggas. Because first of all, like, not trying to be in niggas' pockets, but I get why niggas don't, like, I can understand being a man. And, like, say you, like, in a stage where you're trying to date. Yeah. You're not trying to take 30 bitches on 30 dates that's over $200, you know? So, like, I feel like you're supposed to gradually, like, let me make sure I like this person first before I'm, like 
really investing in you financially. You know what I mean? I think if anything, it's a good indicator. Even the person who is trying to do the ice cream date. I mean, I think that that was a good indicator that that person wasn't dating for the right reasons. Mm -hmm. Because if you really are trying to value conversation and vibe over anything else, the ice cream date would be great. Mm -hmm. Um, Perfect. They they can't hide behind being flashy. Yeah. Behind spending money on you and feeling entitled to stuff. You know, like they can't hide behind that. Mm -hmm. They have to have good conversation and you can really see if you like them on a regular basis you know yeah. but if you just date them for aesthetics or to say you went somewhere or whatever you know crazy. like right <laughs> like that's, that's crazy. not going yeah and i be thinking i feel like i used to be like ooh, like i have all these standards and such and such but honestly i really don't because i can go on a date on a walk that's like the cutest date to me like a picnic we can go take a little bike ride like that's very interpersonal that's very like intimate to me you mm. know like i'm not a, to me a date is not just like dinner or you like really having to spend a whole bunch of money like them honestly the more intimate dates be the best ones yeah so yeah all right girl let's break i'm i'm about to bleed out my let's go <laughs> Alrighty, back to the show, and we are moving on to our next segment, Wild or Wild wild Not. not. I like that. (laughs) Okay, Wild or Wild Not. If you don't have a man that you can go to when you need help with something or advice on something, then it's no reason you should be having sex, and that's exactly... That's wild. That's wild? Mm -hmm. What you say? I don't think it's... For you personally. Let's talk about for you personally. Do you agree with that statement? I agree. I don't think... I'm not talking about finances, but like... When you need help with something. Maybe not help with something. Because I'm probably not asking him for help. But if I need like advice, if you can't give me no type of advice in life in general... Like, even if I'm at your house and I'm about to, we about to have sex and I'm asking you, cause sometimes when you be like fucking with a nigga, you be wanting to like spill, not spill tea, but like, you know, get comfortable and tell him like shit. So like, if I can't get no advice from you, like if you just like, oh, okay, that's it. Like, yeah, that's a turn off. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm not just fucking like, I need you to like be engaged a little in my life, you know, mm-hmm. like act like you care about what I'm going through. I mean, like I hear y'all, but you know, some niggas is just for fucking, I'm thinking a demon dick and I, I couldn't count on that nigga to come help me with my, with my tire busted. <laughs> um, I can't see anything where I would want advice from this nigga. Like mm-hmm. I wasn't trying, his life is nothing like that. I'm trying to like emulate or anything. Like yeah. That. So that was a nigga had no, like mm-hmm. by her definition, uh, definitely had no business fucking. And I probably didn't, but you know what I did because I was using the dick man for the dick, you, like, was. you know? So, I mean, there's probably a couple guys on my roster who, I mean, technically, I guess I could ask them advice, but like on what I'm wearing, not on like, (laughs) 
hey, you know, I, I'm having this dilemma. I'm trying to see where I see myself in three years. And I just, yeah, there's probably, there's probably I'm, I'm thinking of a guy right now who, you know, is probably, yeah, just dick, dick and vibes. Is. Yeah, no, I need a little more. <laughs> I need a, I need a, just a little, I can do dick and vibes, but I need like dick and vibes times like emotion, you know, yeah. like a feeling, like not even an emotion, a feeling. Mm-hmm. Cause I feel like an emotion sometimes can be like too emotional. Like, I mean, I need intimate. emotions too, but I'm just saying, I think I, I agree with what you're saying for you, because I don't think that you would mess with a guy that you felt like you couldn't call and ask if, um, Let's say your dad and your brother were out of town Mm -hmm. and every homeboy, right? Mm -hmm. And you're fucking on this guy. You would probably feel like you should be able to at least call him and be like, my battery died. Can you come get me a job? Yeah, that's it. I'm not asking you to buy me a tire. That's what I'm saying. So when I think of help, I'm not just, I'm thinking of like, you know, or even you remember Demon Dick? Like Mm -hmm. I should have, when, when I left him that night and my tire busted. You should have stopped fucking with that nigga. And basically, (laughs) and I'm on the side of the road at two o'clock in the morning because I met up to go fuck you. And I call you and you like, I, I, I can't come help you. I Mm -hmm. have to go home to my girl. Yeah. That was probably a red fuck flag. Mm-hmm. Like I shouldn't have kept fucking that nigga. <laughs> yes, I agree. And I did for probably <laughs> over a year more. So more than a year. <laughs> All right. Ay ay ay. But yeah, no, I agree. That is not wild to me. And Lex, no, like if I call you on some shit like that and you not be, you don't budge. That's done deal. Like that shit is dead. I can't imagine we can come back from here, sir. Yeah. So um that's where I'm at right now, like kinda, but um like no new nigga's gonna come in my life and not be beneficial in some way. But um I see for the other girlies out there, I, I understand some <laughs> niggas are just good for dick and vibes, bro. <laughs> you don't expect nothing much from them, honestly. And if you're <laughs> in that stage of your life or that's okay, then cool. But don't be looking at them niggas wanting more because some mm-hmm. niggas are, can only provide dick and vibes. You gotta, I, be, I feel like if you in that space, though, like you got to yeah. accept that. Like, you know, you can't expect that out of these niggas. If you know you're dealing with like niggas who can't provide that, mm-hmm. you can't. Don't be calling them, asking them for shit if this nigga don't have nowhere to live. You know, like, you got to be realistic with stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay. <sighs> Y'all, we we trying to make it through. We fighting. I, t- I took an edible to help with my cramps, too. Ooh, and I saw you over there blinking real hard not too long ago. I'm like, <laughs> what is she doing? Tired as a motherfucker. For the next topic, <laughs> I want to talk about uh, this AI app that mm-hmm. everybody's been using. I'm sure you've been seeing people post pictures of their um, their little make-believe babies. Mm-hmm. Somehow all these babies look mixed and got good hair, <laughs> light as hell, got concealer under the eyes to bright highlighter, mm-hmm. you know. Got lashes on. Right. Um, what's your opinion on that? I don't like it. <laughs> Why you don't like it? It's just weird. It's we. It's so weird. I don't know. I just don't like it. Well, it's just not realistic. I made a little AI baby and not a little several. Yeah, (laughs) dropped it in the group chat. I actually have way more. I was like, they don't seem too entertained. But I have a lot of pictures of me and my little baby. Did you send it to a nigga? Yeah, I did Who actually. Uh, Comedy Bay. Okay, I I sent it to Comedy Bay like. Come get your child. Like, yeah. So, um, however, that's not the only, obviously I downloaded the app so I could like do that, 
But um, actually, no, I had seen people making the babies and I didn't think anything of it until I saw somebody tweet how they used it for new LinkedIn pictures. And I said, you know what? <sighs> I said, you know what? That's that's Watch a good it. idea. And so I, I went to go make some LinkedIn pictures. And actually, my LinkedIn picture right now is an AI picture. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? AI can be used for silly stuff, but there is also good shit that you could use AI for, you mm-hmm. know? Would you use AI for your LinkedIn picture? No. You just don't trust it? You're not I trying just, to... Yeah, like, I'm just not... I'm so against it, but I'm always like that with stuff like that. Like, yeah. I just... I mean, I get... I get, like, research purposes, I guess, or, like, if you need... I don't know. I guess, like, a Siri in a way. Mm-hmm. I can... I guess I can see it then, but, like... To create a, like, different physical version of me is weird. Yeah, there's actually, um, there's an account on Instagram that people have been talking about, Cassidy.46. And it's what you would think is just an Instagram baddie. Mm -hmm. And this guy tweeted and was like, yo, Cassidy46 is fine. And everyone was like, bro, that's AI. That's crazy. And I showed you the video before this in some pictures, but like you'll notice she's like covering her hand. You can't see her hands mm-hmm. and her face glitches a little on her videos. But to people who aren't looking for those things, you, you really would have thought that that was a real girl. I you know, I would have thought girl, thousands and thousands of followers, like people under her comments, hard eyes, all this stuff. And so it brought a lot of attention to the page mm-hmm. and whoever's running the page actually ended up dropping an apology and was like, my intention wasn't to deceive people. I'm AI. Whew. Wow. No, this is ridiculous. <laughs> But Catfish is going, yeah. it's going to go crazy, bro. Ten more years of the show. I'm telling yeah, you, just because of AI. Literally. It's funny, on TikTok, remember I sent you a video of a girl? I was like, Lex, is this real? It or is crazy because I, I already followed her. That's yeah. so scary. But she was real. She so she's real. Yeah, she's real. So now there's like a like a parody going out of it. Yeah. Like people copying her. Mm-hmm. It's so fucking hilarious. But even before people started copying her, there's actually she's not the first person to do that. Okay. People, especially in the Asian community. Mm. That's what I'm like, what TikTok am I on? Because I've been seeing I thought that this was a normal thing on TikTok. Oh. And whenever people send gifts, they like say a little phrase to go with the gift. Oh. But that's like a really normal like thing. Like oh. and before she was only selling like only fan stuff. So I remember when she did first get into it mm. and, um, and yeah, now it's super big, but it definitely looks like AI. Like yeah. that's the point. Like they're acting like, you know, cartoon characters like avatars. Yeah. Like in GTA, how yeah. when they're just standing there or Sims, they just kind of rock a little mm-hmm. bit like, hi, like that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of people doing that's that. So creepy. I'll be, mm-hmm. be looking at the parodies though. Cause those shits be funny as fuck. Yo, but I'm like, um, even with like, what I was about to say, even with like the LinkedIn thing where I said like that was one of the good things about AI. Mm-hmm. AI. Um, also, like people are people are using it for good. There's um, Chat GBT, GPT. Mm-hmm. If you like go on it on like your laptop, or I think now you can do it on your phone too. You can get it to do stuff like write papers for you. You can get it to like, um, you know, plan itineraries for you. And stuff like that. Like if you go visit out of the country or ask it to like, you know, it'll it'll really do that stuff for you. Mm-hmm. And it's funny. I was in the car with uh, Comedy Bay the other day and he was talking about how like 
all the writers are going on strike. And he was like, you know, make sure the play that you're going to next week, he was like, make sure they're not a part of like SAG. He was like, because all their people just walked off and you might want to get your money back. Mm. And I was like, how can I find out? He said, open Snapchat and go to the little AI bot. And I forgot Snapchat now has like an AI thing. Mm -hmm. And I asked Snapchat and it gave me the answer like right away. I was like, wow. And he was like, look, just ask it. He said, just ask it anything. And he asked it. He was like, uh, give me two, 20,000 words about Beyonce. And when I tell you it took five seconds and it legit was like, Beyonce Giselle Knowles Carter was born in and it gave 20,000 words of wow. Beyonce, bro. I was like, this is crazy. Like, I don't know if it's good or bad. It's bad. Even when you said about the... um Papers? The No, not even the papers. The trips, the vacations. Like, do you trust that? You know, like, what if it's like somebody else behind it? Like, setting up trips for people and like knowing people's locations and stuff mm. like that. You know, like, so say they book this trip for you. You get there and then like, I don't know, bitch. It's some hoax or it's like some trafficking type shit or something mm -hmm. like that you know like i would be scared to do something like that or, or even yeah even with the papers yeah. i think that that's crazy because uh I, he was saying that the same thing he was like you know kid he said it must be so easy going to school nowadays like if you if you still failing about to be dumb. he was like if you still failing that's crazy and i said you know I, I just read an article where it said a lot of schools are starting to make kids start handwriting papers again mm. and even that's not going to fix it because they could still look it up on their phone and just write it yeah but they're just trying to make it at least a little harder Difficult. like mm -hmm. you know because now all the days you could just copy Google. and paste and put it now your paper is done yeah and i'm like i mean you might see that as a good thing but i don't want no surgeon yeah that relied on chat gpt to get him through school exactly that's what i'm saying like bro. how I, do i know he really know his stuff how do you know anybody's really smart that's what i'm and i was talking to somebody literally the other day i think she getting like her master's or not definitely not her doctors but i think her master's and she was like girl anybody can go get their master's and doctors everything online and i was like that's crazy Cause that's true. Yeah. She was like, it's so easy. She was like, it's so easy to get your masters in and like to go back to school. And I was like, that's scary. Yeah. And that's literally how it is now. And I feel like everybody in school right now, just the younger ones, and especially in like elementary school and secondary, you know, like all of that is so scary. Cause y'all about to be dumb. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't, I hate to say that, but for real, <laughs> I feel it. So yeah. All right. Next topic. Growing to like someone versus knowing right away. Okay. So I feel like this is a thing that people like kind of battle with. I feel like a lot of people think, you know, you go out with somebody, you go on a couple dates, even if you don't like them the first day, why not keep going and try to learn to like them? What do you, you know? think? I think, um, do I kind of know immediately. Oh. I think the first day I pretty much know if i want to see you again you know i knew that about you yeah i'm different i'm the opposite you are yeah you'll be like mm, i don't know we're going on a date again i want to try it you know because for me i don't even think that i'd be at my best form on a first date i'm mm -hmm. so nervous i'm so anxious like seriously like and so i'll be like at least 
at least the second day. As long as I'm not feeling uncomfortable, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll do it. And I feel like I, that's why sometimes it shocks me with you mm-hmm. because I don't know if people know this, but you're kind of shy. Like, yeah, I am. And, and awkward yeah, <laughs> in the best very. of ways. <laughs> yeah. So if anything, I'm like, I would think that you would have like that. It's going to sound like a deep word, but like that grace, you know, like, you know, maybe yeah. he wasn't at his best. But see me, it's not even about at the at your best, because I feel like have I been on like dates where it was like not I feel like I've been on a date where it wasn't like, oh, my God, it was so much fun. But there was a spark like there was a connection. You know what I mean? Like, so what, what brings about the spark? Is it where you like uh, in work with me here is it when, I you, think, when you think of what brings a spark are you thinking like um when do you notice the spark is it when you're laughing a lot i think it could be like a Jokes? like a look it could be like a even if it's like it's an immediate lust yeah like not even sexual tension because i don't think i have like a off the back like sexual t- like i don't think i'll meet somebody on the first day and i'm like oh my god i want to fuck you mm-hmm. but like i could go on a date with you and it's like I want to see you again. You know, like, even if this wasn't the best date, like, it mm-hmm. might have been, when I say best date, like, we might have not cracked the best jokes. You know, it might have not been, like, the best, like, location, but, like, the way we kind of, like, connected or, like, looked at each other or, like, fed, like, we feed off each other with conversations, mm-hmm. like, because sometimes it is awkward on a first date. I feel like I have been on a first date where it might have been, like, a little, like, awkward or, like, like, I remember maybe like a couple years ago I went on the first date he picked me up and like we wasn't like dating date. like we were actually dating dated but it wasn't like a long period of time it might have been like a month or so he picked me up and like the, I remember the first like minutes in the car was like kind of quiet and awkward mm-hmm. but like I knew I liked him you know mm-hmm. like I knew after the awkwardness and quietness of that like day or period Mm -hmm. we would immediately vibe or like you know he might pop off the conversation i might pop off the conversation but we both felt a connection Mm -hmm. so like, i don't think your first day you should just like go all in or like you know show your true self Mm -hmm. like i don't think you because everybody it's like you said it's a first date yeah but i when i see you and we link and we hang out i know I'm giving you a hard time, but I mean, I guess it's kind of true with me too. Like, um, for me, even if first dates don't go like perfect or anything like that, if I still feel this like giddiness, like Mm -hmm. this nervousness, like this flirty, like, oh my God, I, I definitely want to see you again. Exactly. The nervousness is good. Yeah. I'm trying to think like some first dates were like the day. You know what? Okay. I, I guess I kind of see what you're saying. Yeah. There's always a little spark there. Yes. It's still like a little like shy girl type of thing because now let's be honest. I'm not going to lie. I've been on dates with guys that I kind of like went on the first date knowing even going on the first date knowing I wasn't really feeling it, mm-hmm. but it was more so, okay, this is the first date. Like, how are you going to even know if you like this guy if you don't go on the first date? And I would go on the first date the date like the option he picked great we had fun Mm -hmm. we talked we laughed but the spark was just not there you know so i've been on dates where the first date was just kind of like chill not boring but like not exciting and i've been Mm -hmm. on dates where it was like i've had so much fun but the connection was was with the most chill date you know so it's like it doesn't have to you don't have to go all out on your first date and like prove who you are and just like Feel like on this first date i have to give it my all i just feel like it, it there is some type of connection and a spark that you kind of feel 
No, like I, I totally agree because I can even think of some dates where like everything did go great. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't there, and it wasn't there. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, so that's what I'm like, saying. So yeah, I guess so. I guess I'm like when I even when I think of like when I factor in my nervousness and my anxiousness, I'm like despite all of that, there still be like a. You know, from butterflies are involuntary for me. So mm-hmm. if it's if I'm feel, oh my god, like you know, like yeah. there's gonna be a second date for so. sure. And I I I think I kind of need someone with a vice of like drinking. Not you don't. I don't want you to be like super drunk, but like I think when you're drunk mm-hmm. or when you're like lit mm-hmm. or if you had a shot or two. If you really kind of start feeling him when you drunk, you kind of know like, oh yeah, mm. I'm feeling you. Like, if I don't want to flirt with you and I'm drunk, it's not there. So it's funny you mentioned they need to have a vice because you know I, I've been dealing with Balenciaga Bay for some years mm-hmm. on and off. We're in an off period. I haven't seen him all year, mm-hmm. but um, but we still keep in touch. And he doesn't drink, he doesn't mm-hmm. smoke, and he's also one of those. Where I, there, I don't, there's no spark, mm-hmm. and I'm, I've been waiting for him to grow on me. Mm-hmm. You know, now we've just developed a friendship. You know, and then you know when I go over there, we fuck. Like you right. know, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's cool. But that's one of those things. That's one of my sparkless, uh, situations where yeah, I have no, I have, I don't even think of that as being anything like committed or like in the future or mm-hmm. longevity like that sometimes people like my coworker will ask me like so why don't you date him and i'm just like girl no like yeah. that's not not who i see myself with girl no like yeah. that's not even on the table mm-hmm. like that's not nothing i have in the back of my mind like maybe we'll no that's not an option that's not somebody i'm trying to settle down with mm-hmm. it's because there's no spark there's yeah. never been like a spark between us you know so Wow. Yeah. No. Is it the vice thing or just like in overall in general? It's that. And like, it's just never, um, not that he, I don't want to say this. It makes it seem like he ever makes me feel uncomfortable because he doesn't like great guy, like whatever. But there's like this, it, let me not even say comfort, this ease. Like there's, we don't have this easy connection between, it still feels mm. awkward sometimes, you know, like we don't, I don't know what it is. And part of it might be like, not, I don't think part of it is that he doesn't have vices, but if he did have a vice, I think that it would be easier. It would for relax us to, him, maybe yeah, a little more. That's what more. I think it is. Yeah, relax both of it. Like, mm-hmm. I, and since he doesn't do that, it's just always. I mean, I'll drink. He'll, like, yeah. I'll get wine. I'll come over high or whatever. But I think that if we were able to do it together, that mm-hmm. would give us like this like level ground to meet on you know and i feel like even if it's not because i don't want we don't have to do it all the time but there's a guy that i've talked to and like we might have gotten drunk maybe like a couple times but that those couple of times made us be able to get comfortable Mm -hmm. we're now okay if when we are sober we is we're comfortable now because we've done it before we kind of i feel like the drunkenness kind of kicks off the like awkward stage Mm -hmm. so it's like now that y'all have reached that level i'm not asking for us to get lit or get drunk every time i see you but i know we've reached that stage so now i can get there without the liquor or without being high so i do feel like a shot or two like first date second date thing when y'all first getting to know each other i kind of think even if like just just take it just try it yeah i think it's well needed mm-hmm. <laughs> it definitely kicks off the awkwardness guys definitely yeah 
All right, let's get into these movies and shows. I, all weekend, I have been binging Love Island UK. Mm-hmm. It took everything in me to not start speaking with an accent. You already it? tried earlier. Um, off the it? mic. <laughs> so I really rate this show. Uh, it's really fit. Um, it's got me using all kinds of slang. And it's so funny because the girls are so funny because like, and their little accents, they're always like, it's giving bad, bitch. They try like, to say it like, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, or then, like, it'll just show them getting ready and they're, like, doing TikToks or, like, yeah, is it giving baddie? Like, they say give me, like, <laughs> and it's so funny to me because, like, I love when other cultures embrace our culture mm-hmm. because a lot of times, at least on Twitter, you see a lot of, like, there's a lot of diaspora wars where it's like, oh, black Americans have no culture. And then it's mm-hmm. like, well, y'all, if we don't got culture, why everybody want to talk like us? Like, mm-hmm. you got this slang for, like, it be, so when I watch this show and I just see them, like, it's so Admire cute. Admire it, yeah. Yes, it's so cute. So, um, I'm almost done. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I just, I love Love Island, so. What about you? I might watch it. I've been, well, not binge, but I've been watching, what's the show you put me on? on? Cruel Summer? Yeah, I've been trying to finish Cruel Summer. Okay. So, that's the only show I've been watching. I mean, we keeping it real. I'm still watching SWAT, Mm -hmm. but. Yeah. And like I told y'all, I saw Insidious. That was. True, true, true. Um, I'm gonna go watch it again. I think you know we was it scary? Probably. Oh, you know what? There was a part where I got so pissed off at him. Oh, uh, the movie or him? Oh, <laughs> but like, first off, it took us a minute to really pay attention to the movie because we're smoking, we're joking, mm-hmm. like we're, whatever. And then we finally start getting the movie, bitch. And there was a part that got so scary. We both grabbed each other and like audibly screamed. But I composed myself really quick. He was still like. <laughs> like shaking me and like being all extra and at first I was like stop stop fucking stop let go of me like Bitch ass nigga no no I think a little bit of that <laughs> yeah what did it come like because even after it was over like like he kept talking I'm like I can't hear like I just kept getting was snippy disgusting. at him and she I think was I was <laughs> I was turned off <laughs> and that's part of why I didn't go home with your ass nigga <laughs> Taylor, that's I was funny. I know, yeah. So disgusting. No, I feel it. I would have, I would have been. I was talking. That's funny that you brought that up because I was talking to my homegirl and she went on a date and the guy was kind of like too drunk and he was like acting real drunk to the point where she was like, "You need some water." Mm. And he was like, "Oh my god, like this drink is so strong." And she was like, "You pussy!" <laughs> like she was like, "I was Tay. I was so turned off. I was like, bitch, I would have been too." Like. <laughs> Y'all need to hold, know how to stand y'all ground. Like, right. mm-mm. Yeah, girl. So, yeah. Um, okay, MySpace songs. MySpace song that I'm going to play is Swangin' on Westmire, Don Tolliver. Don Tolliver. That's one of my, like, favorite songs of his. Yeah. I love that song. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's like a nice late night uh, driving home I'm about song. to play it on the way home. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, what I, that's my favorite. <laughs> um, I'm going to do a rap, girly. JT dropped No Bars. And she first dropped a snippet of this like early last year. I even put it on my page. And I was like, at JT, when you going to drop this? And she watched it and left me some fire emojis. <laughs> and then I said it on Twitter. And she retweeted it. So, I mean, even though obviously she was going to drop it anyways. I like to think like you influenced my it. good sis was like, 
Lex, this for her. Lex said, "Drop it." Yeah, let me drop this shit. Let me drop it eight months later. <laughs> but it's cool. She ate. I loved it. Um, you go, girl. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's it for our show. Yes, thank y'all for tuning in. Um, we sorry we missed y'all last week, but we back and we better. Yeah. Uh, leave us reviews and shit, and do what y'all do. Bye. Peace.